Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Casey Cantrell. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. And this is the first episode of season three. Yeah, that's right. And it's very exciting. So we took a couple of months off over the, you know, celebrate the holidays and just take a little break. But now we are back. I know. I'm really excited to talk about more exciting, interesting topics in this third season. Yeah. And can you give a little preview about some of the things that we might be talking about later this season? Like some of the things we'll be potentially talking about, like the next episode will be about the Annoying Orange and why I find that show funny and amusing and some about other animation studios other than Disney and Pixar, as well as about the 10th anniversary of Apple's original iPad. I know we're we're also talking about possibly seeing Onward together and talking about that, so, but we'll see how it goes. But for now, I think we'll just have a little recap about what we've been up to for the last couple of months and talk about movies we've seen, things we've done, things of note that have happened, yeah. that sort of thing. So I guess to make it official, let's start our feature presentation. <laughs> Alright, Ezra, so how were your holidays? Really fun and exciting during the time of Christmas and Hanukkah and New Year's. And it was I did a lot of exciting things. I saw Frozen 2 three times already. I also saw other movies like Spies in Disguise, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. Jumanji in the next level and cats. Well, let's talk about some of those movies. So Frozen 2 is the first one you mentioned. How did you like that? Loved it a lot, just as much as I loved the first. And weeks ago, I saw the sing-along version of it at El Capitan. And coincidentally, the next day at the Pantages Theater in Hollywood, I saw the Broadway musical for Frozen. Oh, really? Nice. It was real, It was the day of the Super Bowl, which was exciting. That is very exciting. So does it does it live up to the first one or yeah. I think it does in my opinion, yeah. When I saw it it was very frozen ific weekend for me seeing those <laughs> two different things at the same weekend. Yes. Yeah, I also Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, which we discussed in our Star Wars podcast, I thought was good and interesting and fun and with different surprises. Yeah, and without going into spoilers, even though it's been out for a few months now, so if you haven't seen it, that's kind of shocking. But what did you think of that movie? What did you, what were some parts that you liked about it? I thought it was interesting. I thought it was fun that they brought back Lando Calrissian from The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, as well as Solo. Right, but he, he was played by Donald Glover in Solo. I know, but so, Billy like D B Williams reprised his role in the new one. Yeah, exactly. I liked that it also, towards the end, had a surprise guest of the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi. <laughs> yes, they, there were some fun cameos near the end of the movie. I know that the response to it was a bit mixed overall. Yeah, not negative, but mixed. Yeah, I, I definitely fall on the negative side. I didn't like that film very much. I loved it, though. We have our own opinion. Yeah, of course. We have a difference of opinions, and that's totally fine. It's a, It was the conclusion of the... Uh, What's been dubbed the Skywalker Saga, so... As well as also called the sequel trilogy. Yeah, so it remains to be seen if we'll see these characters again in future movies or future shows on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, like maybe possibly The Mandalorian. Right. Yeah, the, although The Mandalorian's set like... I want to say it's set like 20-some years before the sequel trilogy. So, but mm. but it could be a show like The Mandalorian. Perhaps, Yeah. I get it. Um, Have you seen The Mandalorian? Not yet, but I hear 
hear Baby Yoda's become a thing, but I have yet to watch it, and I think it sounds interesting. Yes, Baby Yoda has turned into quite a meme. Of course, I know. Besides Star Wars, I also saw one that I loved that a lot of people didn't like called Cats. Cats, yes. So what did you think of the CGI? Because a lot of people were very critical, said it looked creepy, the the people playing cats in the CGI that tried to make them look more like cats, but it's this uncanny valley where they don't look like cats, but they don't look like people. What did you think of that? It was fun and it was interesting and quirky. And I liked the music in it and I enjoyed it. I didn't read the ratings or the reviews. I just saw it and enjoyed it. With movies I want to see that get bad reviews, I don't read the ratings. I just enjoy the movie. So you enjoyed it despite what the critics said. It was um, a box office flop. I did hear about that too, but I at least made it more of a success by seeing it. (laughs) That's a good point. Actually, you know what? In case people, let's let's make that the word of the day: box office flop. It's time for word of the day. New words you can say. New words for your rhymes and for your wordplay. By the time you leave this video, you'll be smarter than you was before. It's time for word of the day. So, what is a box office flop for people who might not know? Like when there's a certain movie that doesn't do too well financially because not enough people go see it. Overall, that film, the film has made 73 million worldwide against a budget of 100 million. But a rule of thumb for these movie budgets is that the budget is just for production. It doesn't include marketing. And the rule of thumb is that you take the production budget and times it by two, and that accounts for marketing. So mm-hmm. the film actually probably costs. 200 million to make and market Mm -hmm. and it didn't even make 75 million so we're looking at a loss of more than 125 million from that movie alone it did not do well in other words no (laughs) but i liked it and enjoyed it and my i sat with my grandmother and she enjoyed it as well and i think there is something to say that how well a movie does at the box office isn't necessarily reflective of its quality because there are films that are considered bad but for whatever reason they do very very well and there are films that are great that don't do as well i know i know how that works sometimes yeah i have a i have a friend who who saw it and she she loved the movie as well so i'm glad there are at least i'm I'm not the only one who who loved it and didn't read the reviews there's there's comfort in company that's for sure Um, Spies in Disguise, the latest from Blue Sky Studios. I thought it was a fun action movie, and I thought it was funny and clever, too. A bit like James Bond. It starred Tom Holland and Will Smith, and I thought it was a fun movie. Nice. The latest film from the Ice Age in Rio studio. And that studio we're actually probably going to be talking about in a uh, future episode, so stick around for that. Jumanji The Next Level, the third film of the Jumanji franchise, I liked, too, and I thought it was fun. Oh, it's the third film? There have been three. The original, which came out in 1995, oh, okay. that starred Robin Williams. I thought you meant like this This new series had three Jumanji films. Um, the, it's, the sec- it's the sequel. The sequel to the reboot. Actually, sequel to the standalone sequel, which the original from the 90s starred Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now back to other stuff. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah. So that's awesome that you got to see all those movies. For myself, it was a pretty chill 
holiday season, I got to go visit family. Did you visit family for Christmas? Yeah. So I visited my family. I got to see my my one-year-old nephew. That was very exciting. So you're an uncle now. I am an uncle now. I've been an uncle for about a little more than a year now. And it's very been very fun watching I'm him. I'm glad grow. to hear that. Yeah. I had a good holiday season during the times of Christmas and Hanukkah. I got some good gifts and I did some fun stuff. It was exciting for me. I also went to a New Year's Eve party at a friend's house to watch the ball drop and spend some time with friends. I went to a New Year's party as well, and, and I got to see your brother there, actually. That was fun running into My him. older brother, Ami? Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. And when I did it with a friend who's a girl named Marin, she and I had some fun watching the ball drop together, along with some other friends. That's awesome. And another uh, big event in terms of movies, the Oscars were a couple of weeks ago. Yes, yes. A lot of exciting things happened. So tell us about the, the animated film that won. Well, like, I was happy about it, but I wasn't too happy it won for Best Animated Feature. That was Toy Story 4. I was happy because it's another award win for a classic, iconic, successful animated franchise we all know. But not too happy because I think it should have gone to either Missing Link from Laika or Klaus, the animated film for Netflix, because they were more uniquely animated. Okay, that's an interesting point. And not a lot of people have seen those or even heard of those, but everyone knows Toy Story, of course. Yeah, and there's actually something to be said that the Oscars, they're a great way for these sort of more these films that are more under the radar to get some press and to get some attention. I get what you're saying, yeah. So it's nice that, that at least they got nominations. I know, I know, and like same ones, like there were ones I wanted to win, but it went to something else. I wanted Monsters, Inc. One to win, but it went to Shrek. Or I wanted Cars to win, but it went to Happy Feet. Or I wanted Wreck-It Ralph to win, but it went to Brave. Right. And it's worth noting that, like, the Oscars are not the end-all, be-all of... No, 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 they're not about fact. They're about opinion. Yeah, they're not the film awards that decide, in fact, objectively, these are the best films of this year. And that doesn't change. If you liked a movie... That was nominated but didn't win or wasn't even nominated. But the ones I'm saying that didn't win, but I wanted to win one by my love and affection for them. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, just to give an example, my favorite film of the year was a movie called The Lighthouse, which is like a small independent horror film. But it lost to something else? Well, it it was only nominated for one award. And so, like, it just didn't get any recognition at all. But that doesn't change the fact that it's still my favorite. It doesn't change opinion or fact. So, but it was also very exciting at the Oscars. The first international film ever to win Best Picture. It was called Parasite, I know. Great film. Um, That's what I've heard, yeah. This year was uh, was pretty good for me. Usually, I, I try to see a good mix of the Best Picture nominees, uh, but it's I usually only get to like four or five of them. This year, I saw all of them except Ford versus Ferrari. And, you know, it's a solid year of, of films. And it was great that Parasite was recognized in that way. But I was, however, really happy that the short that won for Best Animated Short Film won. And that was called Hair Love. It was made by online innovative campaign Kickstarter along with Sony Animation. And it was made into a children's book and shown this past summer with screenings of the second Angry Birds film. And I really liked that one. And I thought it was colorful. It was cute, actually, and nice. And it had a beautiful message and heartwarming. And I thought that short deserved to win. And I really liked that one. Well, that's awesome. It had good storytelling like many shorts from Pixar and Disney. Yeah, and, it, and it's nice that I remembered the the speech the um, the filmmakers gave about just how important it is to have representation. And that 
short received acclaim by critics and audiences alike. Yeah, so it's very, very fun award season. Another film that got recognized, it won an um, adapted screenplay, Jojo Rabbit. That was one of my favorite films of the year. Nice. And it, I think that was the only award it won, but, you know, it's... It was great that that it was recognized. And I like the performances they did of Randy Newman performing I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4. Yeah. And Adina Menzel and and Foreign Voices of Elsa performing Into the Unknown from Frozen 2. Yeah, that that was um great. And also Elton John doing his performance as well. Like, it was just Rocket great Man to won, see. but I personally think Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 should have won. All right. So, so, yeah, that was the Oscars. It was a lot of fun this year. And, um... Anything else happen these last couple months? For my birthday, it was a really exciting birthday for me. Oh, exciting. How old are you now? 24. Well, happy birthday. The night before my birthday and the morning of my birthday, I was at Disneyland. At I was at mainly at Disney California Adventure, but the night before my birthday, I was at Disneyland a little bit. But I was happy to wake up at Disney California Adventure on my birthday, which was really exciting. That is it. So you stayed at a hotel on at Disneyland? No, not at Disneyland itself, but near Disneyland. It was actually a motel. Okay. And have you have you ever done that before? I don't think so. Nice. So that was the first time you got to like spend a night next to Disneyland and get to go a couple of days in a row? Yes. I also know when I the characters I saw, including Minnie Mouse, Elsa, Elastigirl, Sully, Lightning McQueen, and Mater, like when they saw the badge I was wearing, they were all wishing me a happy birthday too. How fun. I know, I know. And it was wonderful and exciting when me and my dad were heading out. I even saw a woman named Linda who heard me mention that it was my birthday and she told me today's her birthday as well. Oh, wow. Even though she had to work. Oh, well, that is a bummer, but that's that's crazy that you ran into somebody is. Also her birthday. Well, you know, since talking about birthdays, why don't we do an On This Birthday? So, Ezra, your birthday is January 19th, correct? Yes. So... What came out on your birthday? Did anything come out? Well, one thing I remember was the premiere of the DreamWorks show, Trolls the Beat Goes On, January 19th of 2018. Okay. And there's going to be another Trolls show coming to Hulu later this year, and it'll be based on the first movie along with its exciting sequel, Trolls World Tour, out this spring. All right, and and I'm sure that we're going to be talking about Trolls more as, as we move forward, but... Yeah, that's just a little little catch up about what we've been up to, the movies we've seen, and uh... and I also went to fun events as well. It was really wonderful and exciting and amazing. Yeah, and you know we have an amazing season ahead of us of episodes that we want to bring to you, and yeah, so stay tuned. <laughs> So that'll be it for our first episode of season three. Let us know what movies you saw and... Or how are your holiday breaks? And besides that, what things you've been up to the past couple of months? Sure. We'd love to hear hear from all of you. Uh, if you like what we do, consider supporting us on Patreon.com. Our page is Patreon.com slash Animation and Beyond. If you support us there, you get access to exclusive podcast diaries where we talk about you know various things that we like talking about but before we let you go we have a trivia question to share (laughs) 
an animator who did many classic animated segments for Sesame Street, who later designed Woody from Toy Story and narrated the short Boundin' from Pixar. So if you know the answer to that question, hit us up on Facebook or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. And if you answer correctly, we'll give you a shout out on the podcast. Animation and Beyond is written and produced by Ezra Fieldsmeyer and Casey Cantrell, with music by Noam Fieldsmeyer. We'd like to give a big thanks to the family and friends who have supported this podcast. Got a comment, question, or recommendation for future episodes? Let us know by leaving us a comment on our Facebook page or send us an email at animationandbeyond at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye. See you later.